This is B2B Radio featuring Mr. Biz, sponsored by Capital Plus. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a nationally recognized leading business-to-business advisor, will present information that helps reduce risk, improve financial performance, and change your company's future. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. Welcome back to B2B Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And I want to give a quick shout-out to our show sponsor, as you heard in the opening there, Capital Plus. Capital Plus helps you unlock your capital and unleash your business potential. Um, So thank you to them. So we have back on the show uh, Mr. Sales Expert himself, uh, none other than my brother, uh, Brother Biz, uh, Kevin Wentworth. (laughs) Uh, So, Kevin, uh, just to give a quick background again, um, for those of you who haven't heard the other shows. So, Kevin's got greater than more than 18 years of combined experience in several different facets, sales, service management. um, And so he's seen everything from a lot of different roles, which is what makes his um, his perspective very unique. Um, He's uh, looks at things from a little bit of different perspective, again, with He's got a, a degree in accounting, even so, you wouldn't think mo- not, there's not many accountants that are salespeople. Um, I think the you know the stereotype, and I, I, don't, I mean, maybe I should be careful how I say that because my undergrad is in accounting as well. So um, anyway, he's helped <laughs> helped and coached a variety of professionals um, from people who are just starting out to people who have been in the sales biz for a long time, and uh, and he's done it in a lot of different types of businesses, from very small businesses up to very very large businesses. So. Um, He's got that perspective, and so that's why when I wanted to, I was getting some feedback, and folks wanted to have some a sales expert on. I thought I don't have to look very far. So, uh, thanks for coming back on the show. I'm excited to be here. I think uh, this will be a really good show. I think that we could do ten shows on sales and and marketing, which obviously is a big passion of mine. But you know, I encourage listeners to go back if you haven't listened to the other shows to kind of get through the sales model to get to this point. A lot of feedback has shaped this last show, so we're going to have a lot of good stuff. And as a matter of fact, it may spill into the second show. And, um, you know, I know that, that Ken's got a lot of um, insights as well from talking with clients and working through these types of things. So I'm excited. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, so just to brief familiarize, like Kevin said, uh, it's good to go back um, if you haven't heard the other ones because Kevin's got sort of a unique perspective again, as I mentioned. And, and so he's been painting this picture for us of – the sales process as an airplane. So we've done, uh, this is our fifth, uh, no, wait, this is our fourth, no, fifth show, right? Yeah, fifth show. Um, So we've done four shows so far, um, and we started with the engine, um, both two engines, um, and then we went through, you know, the left wing of the plane, the body of the plane, and the right wing of the plane. So those have been the four shows we've talked about, and we've talked about, you know, kind of from soup to nuts. So what we're going to dig into here. And uh, it is probably going to be two shows worth, but we're going to do um, essentially um, break it down from the remainder of this. Um, we're going to get into the the tip of the airplane, which um, we're going to talk about, um, you know, how to approach when you sit down with people, prospecting, um, and we'll probably get through that during uh, this show. And then we'll have another show where we go through the closing and then talk about, um, you know, build, bu- building business opportunities. So, um That'll be the sort of, at least for now, that'll be the last two shows on sales we do. And again, don't hesitate to go back. Um, you can send us questions anytime you want. Um, you can send those to uh, to me at uh, ken at mrbizsolutions.com. 
And um, what we'll do is we'll compile some of those questions, and we'll definitely have Kevin back on at some point later to talk through any questions that people have from any of their shows or, or any other questions you might have um, around all that good stuff. So, so with that being said, um, we are at the tip of the plane. So this is uh, I was going to make a off color joke there from a movie, but I I, I just realized <laughs> that that's probably not appropriate. So I'll go ahead and hold back on that one, but. Um, so walk us through now. So we're we're at the tip of the plane. Where what are we doing now, Kevin? So we're we're heading into the marketing and, and selling skills part of the model, which you know, like I said, listen to the other shows that lead you to this point. I'm not going to go back and digress and go through all of that. I think it's really important to have that foundation to really get into it. But you know, I'll start out by reiterating a few of the things that we've gone over that I think are extremely important, and that is, you know. You've got to know how to ask great questions when you're going to call on prospects. Um, the best thing you can do is listen. And I think active listening skills, which we'll touch on a little, a little in this or, or the next show, uh, are extremely important. But the most important thing that I can say is that when you own a business, whether it's you or you've got 10 employees, all people, <clears throat> you've got to invest in your business to continue and train and develop yourself and employees. And you know, in, in companies that I've worked with, this is something that I think people take for granted. You kind of go through through training, <clears throat> you go through things, and people assume that you're good and you just hit the ground running and that's it. And, and what I mean is you can memory classes, which sounds silly, but remembering people's names is really important. Remembering addresses, things like that. That's been one that's been very popular with clients. Something on organization, uh, maybe the structure of your business. Maybe it's, uh, I, we did a great class with an FBI analyst on reading body language, right? Reading body language of clients and prospects would be very helpful in determining how and when to close business. And then just asking better questions in general. And then also, of course, closing. We can do 10 shows on closing. But, you know, take workshops on these things and reach out. And I think in doing so, you're going to help build your business because you're going to be networking with other professionals that are looking and doing the same things. You'll be shocked at the amount of people that you'll meet and add to the network and potentially add to your client base. I mean, Ken, what have you seen when when you've kind of dealt with businesses along those lines of of what I've discussed? Yeah, no, I think uh, the the one thing you 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 mentioned that I wanted to say uh, sort of touch on a little bit was you know that uh, you mentioned taking classes on or, or little workshops and whatnot on things like body language. I mean, that's critically important because. And I saw, I've seen different stats on it, but I'll use the most conservative one, and that is that two thirds of the communication that someone gives to you or you give to someone else is nonverbal. Um, it's only exactly. one third of it comes out of your mouth. Um, and so, being able to read that, and I'll tell you, I did a, a little workshop on that um, several years ago, and it was very interesting to me because some of the things that the instructor mentioned, it, I had a lot of aha moments like, ah, yes, I've seen that like a billion times. <laughs> now I know what it means. Um, and I think I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty perceptive person. So, um, but I just didn't, I, I pick up on those things. I just didn't know what they all meant. So, um, that class was a real eye opener for me. And some people, you know, if you, you're reading them properly, it's not time to close yet, right? It's, it's too soon. Um, and they're not ready. Um, and so you got to read that properly because if you, you can completely ruin the whole entire process. If you get to the point and you, you sort of push your sales pitch to them a little bit too soon, um, can completely ruin that whole, whole process that you build up throughout that. No, I couldn't agree more. I, I think that's extremely important. I think the body language one is probably one of the most important. 
kind of leading into the next topic, I think that budgeting your business for those types of things, in addition to marketing and advertising, are extremely important. And I think, you know, I know, Ken, and when you work with businesses, social media is a big thing. But I bring up social media because when you look at a business, once again, small or large, you can do a lot through social media free or at right. a very, very, very low cost. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think, you know, a few of the things, I'll just throw them out there because we can touch on them in the second segment of the show. But as you look at things like Facebook and LinkedIn, along with networking groups, you know, a website that you've got, potentially Twitter, uh, you know, Groupons, things like that, which I'd love to touch on. Right. But I know we're coming up close, so I'll let you close out. Yeah, yeah. So I was going to say, well, hold that thought. We'll, we'll dig back into that uh, during the next segment. Let's take a break here real quick. Um, but we will come back and go through the Mr. Biz tip of the week real, real quick and uh, not belabor that too long. And we'll get back into the sales process and talk about marketing and advertising. Are you tired of the recruiting and hiring Merrig around? There simply aren't enough trained diesel mechanics in Columbus. And guess what? It's only going to get worse. I'm Tim Spurlock, president of American Diesel Training Centers. In short, we find, vet, train, and place quality entry-level techs through an intensive 12-week hands-on experience. We've partnered with some of the best transportation companies in Columbus. We'd like to partner with you. Find out more at AmericanDieselCBus.com. That's AmericanDieselCBus.com. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate, because there are limited spots available. To submit questions to the show, email them to MrBiz at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. Welcome back to B2B Radio with me, Mr. Biz, and this show's guest, Kevin Wentworth, Mr. Sales Guru himself. Um, the Mr. Biz tip of the week this week, it's a simple one. Review your pricing at least annually. Um, depending on the type of business you have and how many moving parts you have, I would say to do it every six months, but... At an absolute minimum, do it annually. So I won't belabor that too too long. People have heard me talking about pricing so much, they're probably uh, blue in the face of, of listening to me here or, uh, talk about it. So let's get, get back in. We were talking about um, some different marketing advertising ideas and social media and things like that. Yeah, let's dive right in. Well, I'll leave Facebook till last because I know you've had some very experiences with how to utilize Facebook personally with your business in addition to working with others. But, you know, LinkedIn networking groups, I can't stress how important this is because most of them are absolutely free. In fact, some of the networking groups may have annual dues, which you may be able to off within your business. But once again, being with a group of professionals that are all looking to grow their business with very similar uh, goals in mind, whether they're in industry or not, they're all small business owners in general or they're, they're in something entrepreneurial. You know, there are some financial advisors that jump into these that may work for big firms, but they're great to partner with uh, across all avenues, whether it's, you know, a plumber, a landscaper, uh, a, hair, a beautician, a hairstylist. Uh, so, so those types of networking groups are great. And on LinkedIn, of course, it's free to, to hook up with these people and be able to message with them. I think it's important to have a website. Twitter, not necessarily, you know, if you're one of those people that are active on social media, I say go for it. 
But to have a website, even something simple, a landing page, it talks about you and the background of your business. It doesn't have to have on it. can be a very cheap project. But once again, keep in mind it's a reflection of you. So if you don't spend much money on it and it looks fairly chintzy, that's probably not a good thing as well. Uh, but once again, through your networking groups, I'm sure you'd be able to find someone that could build you a web page fairly cheap. Groupon, I'm going to jump into this and, and try to not belabor the point. <clears throat> in my experience on Groupon, and I'm anxious to see if you've got a different opinion, Ken. In my experience on Groupon with businesses that have run these, they run deep, deep, deep discounts. Um, many of the businesses I've talked to that were considering doing it were honestly in financial trouble, and they were just trying to bring business in the door as a last resort. However, I'll tell you the deep discounts and the cut that Groupon takes, you generally attract one type of client. Once again, I said generally, not always, but generally, and that's someone that wants a deal. Right. You're going to, you're looking for a transaction. Sorry, they're searching for a transaction. You're looking for a client. Those two things generally don't match. Right. Um, and in my experience, once again, you discount what you're worth. You bring someone in the door for one time. Now, it's different if it's a big remodel job, but if you're a smaller business looking for plumbing jobs or landscaping jobs or, you know, a hairstylist, you're probably only going to see those people one time. Um, lastly, let's hit on Facebook. Facebook is a very unique tool, just like a website, a Facebook page for your business. Uh, whether it's posting kind of a lookbook type thing where you've got before and afters, uh, whether customers can go out and write testimonials or reviews. Uh, in addition, you can do some spectacular advertising for a very, very low cost, which I have very little experience in that I know you have a ton with. So I'll kind of turn it over to you to talk about Facebook. Yeah, no, I think Facebook, especially for small businesses, is is a critical uh, tool to use. I mean, like you said, the the, uh, the way you can target is absolutely amazing. I, I was, I had an idea about it, but then once I got uh, into it and started digging into it, I was absolutely amazed at the, at the type of targeting you can do, um, not only by geography, but by things that people like. I mean, you can literally go out, uh, just a silly example, but, you know, in working with a jewelry store, you can go out and target people who have recently gotten engaged in your particular market. So you could say, like, for example, here in, uh, in, around Columbus, Ohio, I could say, if I was a jewelry store here, I could say, hey, I want anyone who in the last six months has gotten engaged uh, in the central Ohio area that are between the ages of 24 and 36. And you can find those people and you can target your ads for wedding rings specifically to that audience. It's a, it's absolutely amazing um, how detailed you can get with it. Um, I, I was playing around with it one time, and I was trying to, I was literally trying to narrow my audience down to where I could get it to under 100 people um, just to see if I could do it. And it's it's pretty pretty incredible. Uh, I will say uh, on your Groupon uh, comments, I would agree 100%. Um, I've only dealt with one business that we used Groupons, and if I say, as we say, he and I talk back and forth, is if I ever say the G word, <laughs> Groupon, in front of him, he probably would choke me out. Um, he had a terrible experience. Much of it was what you had mentioned. Um, and then he also had some problems with Groupon, the company itself, that was administering the program and how, how they charged. And, and, and to your point, he didn't get you know long-term uh, customers or clients out of it. It was someone who was looking for a particular deal a transaction, as you said, and uh, it was definitely, definitely not a good experience for him. And, you know, a lot of our listeners are in that niche that, you know, Groupon would probably seem to be a good idea. 
Um, and again, right. there there could be some that would have a good experience with it, but I know um, it sounds like based on both of our experiences, it's not been uh, it's not been a good thing. Just to do a quick reset, we're listening to B two B Radio here, brought to you by Capital Plus. Uh, Capital Plus helps businesses balance cash flow and access working capital via accounts receivable management and a variety of financing options. So, um, what else? What about um, like sales materials and things like that? Absolutely, yeah. So this one we could probably touch on this briefly, but it's a thing that many people overlook. So I say you need to take advantage, full advantage of passive advertising, which a lot of what we discussed, some of it was active, some of it could be passive. Uh, whenever you post something on Facebook and let it ride, I don't necessarily call that active. That's once you post it, it's passive. You know, look at things like beacons. Uh, go online, look up beacons. They're amazing. You put them somewhere. Every time someone walks by with their Bluetooth on their phone, they get hit. You get a ding. With something about your business, whatever you make that message. Car magnets. If you are in a small business and you don't have a magnet or a sticker on your car, how much do you love your business? I mean, I, I would ask that question to anyone that I ran into. Signs, whether it be a billboard, etc. But look at kind of leave behinds and sales materials, things that you pass out. Those are also reflections of you. Uh, once again, business cards. I am a stickler with business cards. I think it's one of the most important things that you have for your business that's an immediate first impression. Uh, so, so those are extremely important. The design, the stock that they're on, et cetera, I think extremely important. Uh, folders. I went with a roofing company personally because the person came to my house and was extremely organized. They wrote me a quote. They gave me a folder. It had a magnet in it. It just seemed like they'd thought of every possible avenue how I could never forget them when they came to my house. Uh, they weren't the cheapest quote, but uh, I thought based on the meeting that we had and the structure and organization and the leave behind and how impressed I was with their materials, and this company's got to be good. Now, we'll wait and see because the roof isn't on the house yet. <laughs> but I will wait and see if that was a good or bad decision. Uh, pens. Quote, I mentioned po- quote paperwork, but pens. I know this. I know people that take pens for their business. They take them into restaurants and leave them at the restaurant and the bill. Or they'll drop them off at their favorite restaurant. They may have a dozen pens and leave them at the restaurant so that clients or potential clients, customers of the restaurant, when they sign their bill, have it. Once again, passive uh, advertising extremely important. I know you've you some of these things I've about, and I'm sure you've had clients do the same. Yeah, I mean, you know, like you said, the, the car magnets, especially for a service type business, to throw them on your trucks. I mean, you can get a magnet for fifteen or twenty bucks. Um, they're pretty easy. Um, and then beacons are absolute genius. And, and actually, we're kind of running out of time during the segment. We're going to take a break here, but I, w- I do want to touch on the beacons before we jump into uh, prospecting during the next segment. So. Join us for the next, after the break, and we'll continue talking about the sales process, sales process and specifically prospecting. Do you need to dive into online marketing but don't know where to start? Maybe you need an expert to help design your website. Or maybe you just need to drive more traffic to your website. Our Biz Marketing is here to help. Our customized local service specializes in digital lead generation. Our Biz Marketing, where our business is marketing your business online. Go to rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at 
info at mrbizsolutions.com. Don't hesitate because there are limited spots available. Follow Mr. Biz on social media at Mr. Biz Tweets on Twitter and Ken Mr. Biz Wentworth on LinkedIn. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. Welcome back to B2B Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, and today's guest, Kevin Wentworth, sales guru himself. And we were talking about different types of marketing advertising uh, during the first two segments, and specifically, uh, Kevin touched on beacons. So if you haven't heard of these things, you got to go look them up, uh, especially, absolutely, especially if you have any type of retail business. And uh, I want to get into make sure we get through uh, prospecting during this last segment. So I don't want to talk about it too long, but you should definitely look them up. Shoot me an email. I'll, I'll be happy to, to walk you through it in more detail. But essentially, if you have a, a, a give you an example, a beacon is a little tiny thing. Um, you can put it anywhere, essentially. And when someone, as Kevin mentioned, when someone walks past with their cell phone, if they have their Bluetooth on, they'll get a message. But you choose what it is. You could send them to the website. You can give them a sales pitch. So, for example, if you have a retail location, and, and gosh, I, I, I felt like, and Kevin and I talked about this one point, I wanted to go through the mall and, like, go to every store and say, you guys need a beacon. Because you could have a beacon that sits in your storefront, and as someone walks past, they get a, a notification on their phone, just like you would if you got a text message from someone and that pops up that, for example, could say, uh, you know, stop into Fred's Mattress Outlet for 50% off today only. Um, and so someone's already there. They're walking past, and they go, oh, you know what? I need a mattress or whatever it is. I just made up that example off the top of my head. But um, you can target someone who's already right there in your vicinity. And if you have a re- retail location, I mean, that's absolute gold. And it could be something that someone said, well, I, you know, they weren't planning on shopping at your place, but if if they get a coupon for 20, 20% off or 10% off or, you know, some a BOGO or something like that, they may change their mind and all of a sudden you get some sales out of that. So, and they're relatively inexpensive to, to get going. So they're, 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 I think they're really important for a retail location, especially. Yeah. So, so battery operated about the size of a business card, maybe they're really small. And I would say not just, and I know you agree, not just for a retail spot. If you have trucks, company trucks, put one in your truck, the battery power, Put one in your truck and every wherever you park that truck, where whoever drives by the truck, whoever walks by the truck, whoever's house you're in front of, gets a message. I think they're crazy not to have those things are relatively inexpensive. Yeah, they, they work, and some there's uh, several different models, but they work um, generally, I'll say, uh, a 50, within a 50-yard radius around wherever it is. But think of it this way. Let's say you have a lawn care business, and how many, and you have three or four trucks out. Where are, to your point, Kevin, where are those trucks during the day, right? They're in front of residential places or commercial places, and even commercial would be even better, right? So you might work at a business, um, and you say, gosh, I need a lawn care service. While you're at work, you're getting text message from this lawn care service because you're you're near where their truck is parked. Um, if it's residential, all wherever that truck goes throughout the day, if you're if you're within a you know 50-yard radius uh, roughly of that, that beacon, you're going to get a message. So you might be thinking in your head, you might, you might be at home and you see that lawn service show up and you go, gosh, man, those guys do such a great job with my neighbor's yard. I wonder who that is, or I wonder how I can get a hold of them. And then boom, you get a, essentially a text message that says, Hey, you know, we work with one of your neighbor's uh, yards and we'd love to talk to you about the services we provide. Think how powerful that is. Um, just absolutely. Perfect timing. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. All right, so we've got uh, right. about five and a half minutes here. I want to make sure we get through uh, prospecting. 
Gotcha. Yeah. And I'll kind of run through section by section and, and I'll kind of pause to see if you've got any comments, Ken, because I know you, you once again talked to many folks about this. Much of what I'm going to say is a review of what we've kind of already gone over. Um, but with prospecting, once again, sales is a mindset. You have to almost visualize and know what you're doing is going to be successful. It sounds silly. There's tons of books on it. I didn't make it up. It obviously works. But what I always remind people is that you're already good at sales. If you listen to the past uh, shows, you, you understand what I'm talking about. When someone asks you where you ate last night, if it was a positive experience, you will launch into a sales pitch about this restaurant and how great the service and food was without even knowing it. So whether it's your insurance guy, your hairdresser, your plumber, your landscaper, whoever you may be dealing with that does great things, you will sell them without knowing it. So first of all, don't say, well, I'm just not a salesperson because you are. <laughs> Control the controllables. I've said this a million times. You need to be prepared because everything that you do is an extension of you. People look at things that you do. For example, uh, you know, I always say you're the product, but your appearance sounds silly. Grooming, clothing, your vehicle, the equipment that you use, uh, the shop or your store. When people come and look and see pure disorganization, whether you open the back of your truck and it's a mess, or they walk into your salon and there's stuff everywhere on the counters, or orders, you know, shipping orders in boxes on counters, uh, your clothes. You know, I get it when you, when you do remodeling and things like that. Of course, you can't always be. I'm not saying wear a suit. I'm saying dress appropriately for your, for your market and your industry. You know, wear a polo shirt and a pair of jeans. If you've got some stains and marks on your jeans and you're in remodeling, I kind of expect that. But sure. that's a pretty quote um, and things like that. You, you've got to make sure you take care of those things. As I always say, look good, feel good, play good. It puts you in a different mindset when you're ready to go and you're prepared and you look the part in your mind for your market to get it done. Uh, customer, customer testimonials and references, have those ready for clients. They're going to ask you, or if you think they're on the fence, you know, hey, I've got a list of folks that I did a job just like this for in the past, or you know, have a lookbook of pictures of before and after. You know, those are generally, if you match those up, I know this sounds silly, but match up your references with those pictures. Let those, you know, I, I've driven by, when I had landscaping, I've driven by houses that this company did. I wanted to see the work they did. And so it happened to be in the yard, and I talked to them. Um, like I said, the, the bottom line is be prepared. So I guess I'll pause there, actually, and see if you've got any comments you want to add to that. No, I mean, I think you hit on all of it. I mean, I, I work with, uh, right now, one of my current customers, uh, clients is a, uh, a construction company. And, you know, I told him if you, first of all, like we talked about magnets on the trucks, um, and then yard signs, right? So people, your neighbors notice when you have guys going in and out or, or you know, team going in and out and doing something, they're curious what's going on. Well, of course, once you get done with a job and you do a great job, they want to see it. Oh my gosh, let me take a look at your new bathroom. Well, if you've had your yard sign out there and you get permission from the homeowner, of course, but if, and most of them don't care, um, and you take it away, obviously, when you're done. But um, that what ends up happening with him is he gets other jobs in the neighborhood because he, depending on the length of the job and how long he's there, and then he does great work, and the neighbors sing the praises, and so essentially they become his marketing tool, which is you know the word of mouth is is the best kind of marketing you could ever have. Exactly. So you got the trifecta. You got a yard sign. You got a truck sign, and if you've got a beacon, you can't cover that any better. Yeah. Um, 
as I said, be prepared. I think the biggest thing with organization and sales is you do sales activities during sales hours and you prep after hours. What do you call them, Ken? When, when during, during sales hours, what do you call those? RPAs. It's an acronym. RPAs. Revenue producing activities. Right. So, so revenue producing activities during revenue hours. What I mean is if the best time to reach your clients are between nine and five, then don't be doing between nine and five. That should have been done in the evening or in the morning prior to making calls to clients or going out to meet with people. If you waste time during the day, your business will run a street extremely inefficiently and you'll be missing out on time to land an extra client. Cause imagine it's a numbers game. If you could eke out two more meetings a day, that's 10 more meetings a week. Let's say that you're bad at what you do and you only land 10% of those meetings. That's an extra one client per week. Depending on what you do, that can make a really big difference in your living. You know, how, how much that transaction might be because one per week, even if you have four weeks of vacation, you're that's 48 clients a year. Yeah, absolutely. Like that. Yeah, it's huge. Big difference. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so I think we'll pick this up. I, I'm excited. I want to get going into the next show. This should be good. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it is really good. So, um, come back. We're, we're uh, uh, up against the end here, unfortunately, but um, you can follow us on Facebook, Mr. Biz Solutions, Twitter, at Mr. Biz Tweets, on LinkedIn, I'm uh, Ken, Mr. Biz Wentworth. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening, and thanks to our show sponsor, Capital Plus. Uh, have a great week, and don't forget, cash flow is king. This has been B2B Radio with your host, Mr. Biz, sponsored by Capital Plus. Capital Plus is your trusted resource for commercial financing and accounts receivable management. They've been providing working capital to businesses nationally for 25 years. Learn more about them at cpifunding.com or to schedule a free consultation, call 855-522-3951.